you so much for listening to episode 36 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name's Tyler, and I will be your host, as I always will be. And joining me is my newly minted co-host, Romeo. What's going on, Romeo? What's up? It's your boy. <laughs> and we are the Arizona Movie Club, gathering once a week here in Tempe, Arizona, to talk about movies, both new and old now, as we are going to be talking about Next, starting this coming up week, New Mutants. So expect that next Wednesday, potentially Tuesday, depending on if I can get it edited on time. Now, I do have to advise, please do not go into a real movie theater. We do have the good fortune of being close enough to a drive-in movie theater. So that's why we are reviewing it. There's some moral... I, th I feel like there's a moral gray line there a little bit, but I'm not advocating. We are doing this purely for science. We are going to review it. If you also live near a drive-in or can pirate it, we'll tell you if it's worth your time. Definitely. And with that being said, we're now going to move on to introducing, we're talking about She Dies Tomorrow, an indie horror-esque film. I mean, it's it's suspense. It's it's just an indie film. Horror? Yeah. It, it's not as uh, oblique horror as it might, even the trailer might indicate. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get to that in a little bit also. Please... Pay it or not pay attention, but stay tuned for our Blade Trinity episode coming up next. So you should be available. You should be listening to this on Thursday, and the Blade Trinity episode should be up by Saturday. And then next Wednesday and Saturday, you'll have New Mutants, followed by Upgrade, which is a great B action movie. Romeo's never seen it. Nope. I'm excited. It's got the Tom Hardy doppelganger in it. You know, I'm a Tom Hardy guy. I love it. It's got revenge, sci-fi, and robots taking over. I'm into all that. It's a great film. So we're going to be talking about that next week with The New Mutants, a film that has been delayed forever. So it's got like a three three years younger Maisie Williams and Anna Taylor-Joy, I believe is her name. Maisie Williams, that's uh, Arya. Maisie Williams, yes. Yeah, Arya from Game of Thrones. So she looks way younger than we would assume yeah. just because of how long the She's like production. 35 now. <laughs> that feels like how long it's been since the movie was supposed to start. Then we've got into COVID, and now now we're here. Uh, August, geez, almost September of 2020, how the year has flown by. But before we get to any of that, before we get to She Dies Tomorrow, before we get to Blade, before we get to any of those subjects, first, we've got our new ongoing discussion where we talk about what we've been watching. Also, if you think, if you thought... This was going to be the Lovecraft Country section. It's not. We're saving that for the Blade Trinity a review we're going to be doing next episode. So stay tuned. That should be available again Saturday. Uh, and if you want to reach out and give us any suggestions beyond New Mutants, beyond Tenet, which will be coming the week after that, beyond anything that's currently scheduled, you can, of course, recommend something. Let us know if you'd really appreciate it if we review something. Or just give us horrible feedback. That's that's what you want. <laughs> and by that, I don't mean your feedback is necessarily horrible, but just telling us how horrible we are. Because I will read one hate mail out loud. That is my promise the to the world. The first. the first. And you can reach me and give me that hate mail by emailing us at azmovieclub at gmail.com. Or you can go ahead and comment, DM, whatever, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All you have to do is search azmovieclub. Any, anything to say about that, Romeo? Um, no. No, you got it all right. So, I am now going to be starting off this section because I did go to the drive-in this weekend, and I saw two 
relatively new movies. Uh, How was your popcorn experience? It wasn't as good this time around. The popcorn at Blair Witch was better, which is a real bummer because these movies I was gonna say, were definitely movies. better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get it again next week and the week after that. I will update my popcorn. Do they, have, do they have season passes or like like a year round pass for the driving? Like for the popcorn? For just entrance or anything? No. Wow. It's a pretty a la carte experience, although it's not too expensive. It's like eight dollars here for an adult. Pass as a kid? No, but you can hide in a trunk if you want. <laughs> I, I probably would fit in a trunk. Possible. I'm kind of a big guy though. I could probably fit in the trunk then. And you and yeah, you're like not even six foot tall. Oh my god, here we go. Past six foot, so <laughs> no. Uh, so I went and saw. I went and watched the Hunt and the Invisible Man. The Hunt was the one that I really wanted to see, and I'm mad I didn't. I had plans uh, this past weekend, so I couldn't go with you guys to go watch it. Yeah, I'm really interested in how it was. It was just mediocre. That's I. That's really the best way for me to say it. So, of the two, Invisible Man is better. And so, this is what I've been putting, at least in the descriptions, is an impromptu review. Which, you know, you gave Batman v Superman an impromptu review last week. That's what I'm doing this week. So, if you want to update us, if you ever eventually get around to watching these, these aren't necessarily canon reviews. Uh, they don't get locked in the vault. But I'll probably score them. The hunt was, so the pros, it was quick. It has action, which it wasn't CG heavy. There was nothing that stood out as overtly terrible about the way in which it was shot or directed. And I don't think it's as, like, I don't think its message is as politically charged or lame as it would lead you to believe, even if the dialogue is incredibly tries to be, like, real edgelord, and it's really cringy. Like, the dialogue in this movie cannot be reiterated enough. It is fucking terrible. But it's about a Royale action film, like, at the end of the day, where... I love Royales, dude. I, that's, like, really why it just was tolerable for me. Um, it's funny that Glenn Howerton, uh, it's always sounding in Philadelphia fame, from He Plays Tennis, he kind of, like, positions himself as a... Uh, a liberal elite, like Dennis. A Wally, liberal elite. That's how Dennis likes to think of himself. I think in "It's Always Sunny," and yeah, I can see that. And so Glenn Howerton basically plays that. The crux of the film is that there's like a giant switcheroo. You think that initially. So spoilers for the hunt going forward. Really, the original premise of it is that like, oh, they're hunting them, but they weren't initially hunt. Like the the conspiracy theorists, the right wing conspiracy theorists, that thought all these elites. We're hunting Trump supporters, right wings, you know, supporters and crazy nut jobs were actually doing this. And this was a real thing. And turns out they weren't initially, but they got so mad when they all lost their jobs because of a leaked text thread that they decided to really go through with it and do it. But basically, they accidentally got one of the wrong simpletons. And long story short, uh, she ends up killing them all. Got the wrong one, man. And you all right? But yes, they got the wrong one, and I mean that's it. Like it's not, there's not like an incredible amount of depth to it. It's if you're just looking to have like an all right time, if it's free to stream anywhere. So that was my plan. If it, if it pops up anywhere, I'm watching it. It's it's fine. It's not the worst way I've ever spent an hour and a half. It's not deep in any me in any measure, 
And Andy on this podcast said he enjoyed it. He thought it was, and I guess my real takeaway, what I said about the message was he thought it was kind of deriding both sides of the political spectrum. Um, and I, I notated, or I told you when I first saw it, I don't think it does. I think it has a pretty, pretty left-leaning stance, which is that um, most of identity politics are horseshit, and the real threat is always rich people versus poor people, and that is like the central divide of all the human experience. It's been like that forever. Yeah, it, it's long. it's a pretty uh, well-worn trend. It doesn't make it less true. Um, so I think you know. I again, that's a pretty. It, if you know anything about the left, that's a pretty well. Pro- I mean, that's the basically platform Bernie Sanders ran on. Ran on, which is like it's all of us versus the elite, the actual billionaires, and not like oh, it's all of us versus like identity politics are bullshit. Don't be racist. Don't don't make anything obvious. But that's not what our political stance is about. Should be about. It's always about keeping the power balance and just without getting too political, the structure of the government in favor of common people versus. A very few, very wealthy people. That's the the film's ultimate message, but it's not very deep about it. It's pretty surface level. Uh, we just kill the the poor, dumb right wing people are dumb and stupid, and then the like liberal slash democratic, but really they're more like center. They have no actual beliefs. All they care about is being rich. They're also evil and dumb, and they get killed. And the lady that's just basically relying on pure survival skills and doesn't give a fuck about anything wins. Slash kind of wins because she also gets pretty fucked up. Right. I mean, like she gets her ass beat right? in the yeah. final fight. Yeah, yeah, but like she's she lives. She has to. Uh, what does she use? She like. Oh, she has a little torch and she has to. It's like a torch for like like, cauterizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's like at the very end because the uh, the lady that's like running it all is like making a grilled cheese and giving some bullshit speech. They get in a giant fight, and at the end, when she kills the lady, she's like gets up. Eats the grilled cheese, starts eating it, and then like cauterizes herself, changes Dope. changes into her clothes, and then gets on the plane. And they're like, her employees are like staring at her all weird, and she's just like, "Hey, your fucking asshole bosses tried to kill me. Um, I killed them. Can you please take me home?" On an airplane? Yeah, on our private jet. Oh, private jet. And the two that are there are just kind of like, sure. And then the one lady's like, "You want any caviar or champagne or anything?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then she hands her it, and then she's like, have you ever had champagne and caviar? Or caviar? She's like, no. And she's like, all right, well, then join me. And that's the end of the film. Way to end it, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not bad. It's it's fine. Like I said, it's very mediocre. Uh, I'd probably give it a six. Okay. It's it's trashy fun. Yeah, as soon as it comes out somewhere. I'll it's it's 100% the perfect, like, um, I have nothing but no better way to kill an hour and a half. This is free on Netflix or Hulu or whatever the hell you subscribe to. It in a two like thinking that I paid eight dollars to see that and Invisible Man. It's not bad. It's a great in a double feature. The lesser of the two films for sure. I'm gonna give Invisible Man a higher grade, but it's also like I said, it's just cheesy, dumb, but it's it is self aware to an extent, which is what I talked about last week with what I want out of a dumb film. Are you ready to move on to the next one, though? I am. I'm ready to talk about Invisible Man. Sure. Um, this one? I have a question for you, because I want to play this game. Let me preface this real quick. Okay. This one, I was not interested to see at Fair all. enough. It looks dumb from the trailers. Mm-hmm. It got solid reviews, and people said it was really fun. I didn't know what to expect, because I never, like, read any... Like, I really don't read reviews. I read reviews yeah. for a lot of films I'm interested in. I just saw that it had a good tomato score, and it generally people, both critics and just random people, said... Yeah. Yeah, this is a fun film. And it is. Like, I, that's 
which I think is going to hinge on what do you think is the twist? Like, what do you think the Invisible Man is? Do you think it's a ghost? Like, what do you, um, what does that mean to you? Because I saw the... Spoilers, spo sorry, spoilers for Invisible Man now. So I saw the one from back in the day with Kevin Bacon. I've never seen that one. You so what is the twist one? there? Okay. Um, I don't really even think there's a twist. It's just Kevin Bacon goes invisible. Is he a ghost? He's not a ghost. He, like, infects himself with some shit and turns invisible. Okay, so this one is cooler than that. So it is a real human. It's... So her abusive ex-boyfriend or ex-husband... He finds a way to turn himself invisible, right? Except for his is cool and that it's not, like... It doesn't feel hokey like that. He's basically... So he pretends to kill himself. Yeah, I got he that. He takes his... And he... Um, and she's like, no, he's going to find me. And she's paranoid the whole time. She's yeah. thoroughly convinced. So he's like... Even before he comes back, he's yeah. controlling. So he basically works in, like, camper... Not even camera. I forget what it is. Like, systems or something. Basically, he's a an Elon, but not quite as high-profile and rich as Elon. But he's still very, very wealthy. Okay. And he basically creates this suit of cameras that, like, basically are reflecting and constantly showing its surroundings. So oh. that's the invisible man. That's It's a suit. Okay, that's... Okay, that's cool. And so there is a way, basically... It's a chicken little situation. And that kind, yeah, like how the top... Yeah, the uh, hexagons? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And then he basically is able to get the switcheroo at the end and frame it all on his brother, who's also a fucking sociopath, because he's the one found dead in the suit when she kills him at the end. Um, and then basically he invites her over and is like, he, somehow he finds a way to, to like, tie himself up and pretend like he was uh, tied up in his basement the whole time. And so he invites her over and he's like, it really wasn't me. And she basically has like a stare down with him at the end. Um, and she's like, I have to use the bathroom. And she had the suit the whole time. She had pulled the suit for herself um, or a second suit, who knows, and basically, she goes through and pulls one of the tricks, which they have a couple of tricks in the middle of the movie, where he's, like, slicing people's throat and making it look like she killed them. So he, she knows where all the cameras are, and because she lived there and everything. And she goes, she kills him, leaves, and then comes back and pretends to be all shocked, like he killed himself and everything. And her, her friend, who is recording the audio, because she's like, it was him, I swear it was him, blah, blah, blah. He hasn't changed. He, she just kind of has this, like, conversation, like, stare down with him, like, he killed himself, and then he's just like, you didn't ever really want to frame him, did you? And she's just like, he killed himself. And he's like, all right, you're right. He killed himself. And then they just, they move on going forward. It's almost, it's funny because they have a very similar end scene. Because she like takes his dog. The dog she felt bad leaving the first time around. Yeah. And she like has her nice suit on with her glasses. And this fucking billion dollar suit or whatever. In the invisible suit in her yeah. handbag. And she like has this like victory lap out walking out. And it's similar to the hunt. So she ends up taking the suit too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, dude. so I don't think she's gonna use it for for bad. But maybe, you know, maybe she steals some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's how that movie ends, and it's it's really intense. I didn't. I've never seen the old Invisible Man, so I assumed it was like a ghost thing. No, no, no. It the fact that it, it was sci-fi. The fact that it wasn't was cool. I liked it, but this one does play it as pretty straight horror for the first hour, maybe like 50 okay. minutes or so, like you don't get an idea of the suit being part of it till, yeah, it's still at least halfway through the film. And to me, that was like a cool twist. Yeah. It still makes it just as terrifying. Like it, the way it plays with your emotions, the way it uses horror tropes is a lot of fun. 
Um, it's just a good. Tr it's also kind of like a B movie, um, but it's just better budget, better made, better actors. Um, and the fact that it's not trying to have some kind of pretentious message, the fact that it's just straight up this fun um, horror esque sci fi movie. Uh, the fact that I, I liked the explanation for the suit as well. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe if they stream it, then I'll go check it out. It's Yeah, I wouldn't say that's something you have to rush out and see. Again, I wasn't mad. It was eight bucks a ticket for, yeah. for both those movies. It felt pretty fair. With, um, uh, with the original one, though, I see. I was a kid again when I watched it with my parents. Mm -hmm. um, I remember he, like, yeah, he, like, injected himself with some shit, and then he turns invisible, and then he basically just goes, like, fucking batshit crazy for some reason. It's been like two years, so, you know, this is all off memory. And then I think there's an even older one from, like, the 20s or 30s or some shit. There might be, maybe. Yeah, I think it's one of those things they, like, recreate every once in a while. Probably. I'd probably be fine after this one. Like, I don't I don't want a sequel with Elizabeth Moss. Well, I don't want so with this guy, any though, of this stuff. Okay. We don't see a lot of him. Like, and it's, in general? Yeah, we see him in the very beginning. Um, and like, it's hard without to, the suit? Yeah. Okay. We see him in the very beginning very briefly. And what's weird is, from what I remember seeing of him, and again, it's dark because she's leaving at night and everything in the beginning, and how they show him more clear at the end when she's having that dinner with him, he looks totally different to me. I was almost questioning, and because he looked... Changed actors? Yeah, because he looked like an alright-looking dude, like someone that you could believe you'd fall for. Whereas in the beginning, he just kind of looked like more of a gruff, ugly-looking asshole. Almost like a... If you want... Excuse me, if Elon Musk was tough. <laughs> Elon was tough? Yeah, and had like a beard and just was like kind of... Don't, don't discount Elon. He's from South Africa, dude. He's ugly looking is what I'm saying. And he's like, doesn't look like jacked. Because yeah. the guy in the beginning is definitely like ripped, but also yeah. like ugly looking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel That's... You I'd give it a... Give it a 7.5. Ooh. It was fun. Not bad. It was fun. It was like not high-octane B-movie trash. That's what I was... We've, we've dabbled in a lot of that since since you joined the program here. Yeah, but it's fun. No, I, I had a yeah. good time. Like I said, I was not complaining. Definitely felt better than spending eight bucks to see uh, Blair Witch. Yeah. Blair <laughs> Witch, uh, I watched for free. Not for free, but yeah, it, was, uh, it was streaming somewhere, and I saw it. And I was like, this is what everyone was horrified of? Like, <laughs> It's so bad, you, man. We cannot reiterate how bad. It's not. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's bad. It was the first of its kind, so I get it. Mm. Um, but it's also it's just not that scary, you know? No, it's not scary at all. Like, those movies, I just... It creeps me out a little, but, like, I'm just like... No. I, I want to see monsters. I want to see, like, shit. You know, like, I want to see yeah. everything go down. I don't want to be, like, on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I want to see something I'd like to at least have an idea of what is terrorizing us. Which I think is a good segue into talking about She Dies Tomorrow, which is the indie movie clocking in at 84 minutes, I think, was was the pr 84 or 86. Well, actually, I've got um, the IMDb pulled up. Uh, I'm I don't rolling know my eyes, by the way. Uh, you said the title. <laughs> an hour 26. So there I was at 86. Before credits, credits are like three or four minutes. It's an hour 22. It's short. It's fast. Um, so I always like to... Something like an hour. If a movie's not amazing... It doesn't need to be long. That's how exactly. I generally feel. And that's not saying all movies have to be short, but when your movie's two hours, two and a half, three, it better you better justify that runtime, in my opinion, personally. Because I like pace, I like all killer, no filler. I mean, there's no there's no point 
for it to be that long if it's not good. Exactly. Um, so this film, and I don't want to start off by saying, like, it's trash, it's awful. I feel like that may be your take, ultimately. I Spoilers, obviously, for She Dies Tomorrow going forward. Uh, and that's the ending, by the way, of our segment. I, I used the nice segue, but just for people that were unclear yet, we are ending the general discussion. Uh, you totally can't segue. You always have to prefix. Yeah. Because I don't want it... I still also like it for timestamps as well. Am I including timestamps? Yeah, I don't want to say it's like garbage. Because it's really well directed. It's really like the actors do what they're supposed to do well. The easiest way for me to say it is there doesn't feel like there's a point. Yeah, it it feels like almost just like you're going in circles. And it shows you a bunch of stuff that just like... It's... Just like random shots. So... If I was being genuinely critical, so like I'm putting on my most critic heavy hat. And I'm not, trying to, so I don't give this a Yeah. Score. So it's a very meta film. It's about like higher, just, I, I, I joked about this in uh, the fountain, but about these galaxy brain ideas uh, where it's trying to get extremely philosophical and you're supposed to be like, whoa. And it's about the idea that we can die at any moment and the existential dread that brings. The problem, and it's really well shot, I think there's like some good, there's a lot of good camera moments, I think they build tension in solid ways in certain parts, and I did comment on how I thought this would benefit from being in the theater, because you'd be more engaged and sucked in, it's not a movie that benefits from being on the couch. The problem is, there's not really any likable characters, there's no through line for the plot, and because of how vague you're being about what is coming after them, it doesn't ever no really real come threat. across as horror. Yeah, there's no real threat is what it felt like. And so I think that just makes it, like, I can understand how um, your average person that thinks, like, oh, horror Me. is going to leave this film pissed. Me. And I don't think I was pissed as much as I was just kind of like, that's it. That was really my my attitude and my vibe towards it. Um, because, yeah, I want some kind of... Like, are they going to a different galaxy? They've almost got this weird stuff. And then we're not really clear, like, did anyone die from the event? Um, because we do start off following this character that is... No, one person. Who is the one person? Oh, uh, no, no, the guy. The guy that she yeah. was But did anyone else die? It didn't seem like I it, right? the sister died. The way everything was so bloody and everything. Yeah, which I, I get they're trying to, like, pull the carpet under your feet there and go, oh, twist. But, like, it doesn't really leave it clear if anyone else died. And if I don't no one think else, anyone died at all, if except it, for that one guy. And if so, yeah, if that's the case, why did he die? I think that's what it was. Uh, I think that's what kicked it all off, because the girl then sees him die and realizes, well, I could die at any time, and then it just leads on from there. But why was he so specific and worried and vague? You know what I mean? It looked like the pizza guy is what set it off. It, that's what it seems. But yeah. my point is, like, it's also nothing was clear. At some point, something had to have been clear. Maybe, maybe like, we didn't catch it. There's well, I'm just saying like there's a way to recut the movie and maybe show how like maybe lead in with the guy dying. There was there was a lot of back and forth jump cuts that not, it doesn't not jump cuts but, but yeah but, but jumping from yeah mm. it totally just threw me for a loop because she's wearing a lot of the same outfits. Yeah, and, and she uh, puts on the outfit she was wearing two days ago again. And so it kind of, it threw me off a bit. I also will say good horror films, to me, a lot of times, uh, is good sound design. And I think 
this one, like I said, they the director did a good job of cutting from tension to... Oh, to be fair, I was just looking at the description. It says comedy, drama, mystery. Mm, which is bullshit. Because I swear one of the quotes in the trailer said it was horror. Probably. Um, so I guess with that in mind... But the trailer even kind of indicates that it might be horror-ish. Yeah, like not horror, but like thriller. Yeah, and I think... Honestly, a lot of the good moments, they kind of got, like, were in the trailer. They ruined them. Yeah. Yeah, like that, the happy birthday yeah, cut moment. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been real good. What else? That was... I mean, there were, like, yeah, there were a couple, a couple of... couple things, yeah. Uh, we really enjoyed... What's his name? He's an African-American character. He felt like the only one with any kind of comedic timing. Yeah. Of, uh, I think the really crazy... Uh, he was just, like, super an asshole... What's it? It was the oh, that bitch? brothers. That <laughs> it was bitch? it was the brother's wife, right? She's the wife from uh, the leak. Oh, is she? Yeah. She, I think, maybe was intended to be comic relief, but she was just she was just bitchy. She was annoying. I was not having it. Literally, one asshole. of my notes is, "What's up with that bitch?" <laughs> Romeo's doing his best to make sure we get canceled today, folks. I don't mean bitches in like she was bitchy, like. Yeah. The one thing that she told the sister, what did she say? She, she Yeah, she goes in and yeah, roasts she's, the sister. She's, and she's relentless. And I think maybe to some people it's like, oh, she's she's like funny because she's like, some people enjoy that kind of character that's just coming off as relentless. And to yeah. me, yeah, she was just insufferable. I yeah. guess that's the word I was looking for is insufferable. To me, a lot of the characters come across as insufferable. And so what? how I feel about this movie is that it's a shorter version of another movie that I didn't like, but this movie a lot of people liked. Have you seen Midsummer? I, I did not see it, but I watched the breakdown of it. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to spend that much time watching this because I don't know if I like it. Mm -hmm. Let me watch the 12 minute breakdown on YouTube real quick. And I, I pretty much know what happened. Did the reviewer like it? Uh, he, I don't remember if he said he liked it or not, but he definitely said that it's not for everyone. It, and it's weird because a lot of people, I think, just listening to my mute or to me talk about movies or knowing my taste would think I like Midsummer. I did not like Midsummer. Nobody in that movie is like redeemable at all. Like you don't care for anybody. And I think a lot of people identify as the girlfriend and are rooting for the girlfriend. And that's that's fine if they do. But she to me, kind of bitchy too. No, she's not bitchy at all. I mean, she goes through like her parents yeah, no, no, getting no, no, killed. No, yeah. But she, to me. All that, like all we see is a bunch of tragedy happen to her and someone being awful to her. So we don't we want you do want her to free herself from the boyfriend, but then she trades one bad situation for another because now she's with this cult and we never we don't see a lot of reasons. People, by the way. We don't see a lot of reasons to root for her other than you're surrounded by awful people, but like we don't ever see redeeming traits from her. So we assume that she's not awful, but we don't know much else about her. Yeah. And it seems like all of it is just like table setting for Ari asked her to like really just kind of show off cool indie things that he likes in a movie. And maybe that I'd be more forgiving of that if it wasn't two and a half fucking hours. Two and a half hours? I, I'll pull up the IMDb. It's not quite two and a half, but I think it gets almost there. I think it's like 220 or 215. Oh, yeah. Thank God I did not dive into that, dude. I, and there's some comp, like, it's not like this where nothing happens. Like, stuff happens. But have you seen Hereditary? No. Hereditary, which is his first film, I love. A lot of people on the internet also don't like that one. But 
that one feels like more ominous. It definitely feels more overt, more overt, overtly horror, and it seems like everything that's happening is cool and for this preordained reason. Um, and it's like the cult aspect of it. I thought was cool, but also there's something to. I don't know if I could ever truly find anything in the daytime terrifying. Is what that what that kind of showed me. Um, I yeah, need I, I need that. darkness for a horror movie. I think is what that taught me a little bit. I see that. I was not yeah. wrong. I was almost dead on the money. It's two hours and 28 minutes. Yikes. So that's, I mean, this has almost been an You're improv. pretty good at that, dude. Yeah, like just sitting there and going, this is how long this movie's been. I know it. Uh, John. Yeah, that's, so I mean, that's, I guess, been an impromptu review of Midsummer. I think I've talked about that a little bit with Andy before on the pod, but I didn't care for it. That's how, how I felt about this, only I didn't feel the negative feelings as much as I didn't feel like it wasted my time. But also, it doesn't get the points of at least something happened. Um, but I also wanted to point out, in Midsummer, the characters come across as incredibly privileged because they're backpacking and going to this, Sweden. like, yeah, they're, like, going for, like, they have all, they clear, you have money if you can just take time off work and go do this. Yeah. It's for my studies or whatever. And these characters came across the same way. Like, they clearly live in Los Angeles. Which I get it, you probably have to shoot there because that's where the director lives anyways. You probably don't. It's clearly not a big budget. You can't go somewhere. But they, like, live in these really nice houses they're, or apartments, whatever. I think the main, the main character, she lives in a small house. The other ones live in nice apartments. They're all kind of, like, just not fun to be around. Assholes. Yeah, they're all kind of assholes. And outside of the one character we did enjoy, I think that, that uh, relationship I enjoyed him and I forget his girlfriend's name. I, I forget both the characters. They really give you no reason to remember any of the characters' names. Yeah. And this is all, again, just story and dialogue, which are two things I really care about. Um, so it, it nails a lot of the technical stuff. I think it's it's got some cool stuff. It's got a cool color palette. And uh, actually, just to be fair, let me run through my notes. Um, and I didn't really write a lot of that overarching stuff because I was just hoping something pulled it together at the end. Yeah. Whatever really happened. But cool lens flare slash music swell with a hard cut. Cool title cut. I like that. The I really like the title cut. Um, really cool shots of nature. I really liked that. A, a lot. They had a lot of like Edgar Wright esque uh, cuts. Where it cuts to the beer being poured. No, it was wine. Where she, it has that hard cut, and it's like she's filling up her wine glass. Oh, yeah. And I put as all of this an allegory for addiction and the feelings you have. But I think that changed later on. That's where it seemed like maybe it was going because the very first character we were interacting with is an alcoholic. Um, I put that the director has a good sense of how to manipulate mood with hard sound cuts. And I put visually a really cool looking movie. Also, could give someone a seizure. Um, yeah, and my flashing. that uh, painting in the living room. That one apartment was sick. I need that painting, dude. <laughs> I really need that. If anyone painting. out there knows what the painting in the sisters' brothers' <laughs> house or apartment is, it's basically like family. It reminds me almost of the parasite poster. It's like the, the rich people are nice, but then in this one, instead of having the black uh, line. squares yeah, or line over their face, this one has circles, circles oh, and it's like circles. colorful circles, yeah. and then the top corners have been like completely painted wow. over yeah. weird. Yeah, like some basically it's like, really cool painting. yeah, it seems like someone with actual artistic taste took like a An shitty family painting. portrait yeah. and then just like made it cool. Yeah, yeah, I um, definitely need that. Or, you know, send me the details and I'll buy it instead of Romeo. <laughs> I mean, either way. As long as you like, as long as it gets to be in a place not yeah. in the vicinity of yeah. office paintings. <laughs> office painting, put it on the set. 
So, um, yeah, that's my notes. If you want to read your, like, three lines of notes real quick, you can. Legitimately, I, I'm pretty sure you already said most of my notes. Um, Probably. I have three. Yeah, three. Our overnight, uh, I, was, I didn't even know it was for sure three, but I feel proud about that. Oh, I said, uh, is she on Molly or did she smoke a Jeffrey? <laughs> and she was just crawling around on the floor and rubbing the wall. Um, I put the painting, obviously. That, that's all I put because that painting is so badass. And I put, fuck that stuck-up bitch. Oh. Yeah, that, that was it. Literally, that's all. I mean, oh my God. this was a tough one for me, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was short. I, like, I don't even... There's only so much we can joke about and riff about on it just because... Wasn't it was not great. Yeah, but it wasn't again. I don't want to track. Like I don't want to be like worst movie ever. When yeah, no, I I get that. I it's just not my thing. It wasn't even really my thing. <laughs> yeah, so like I get like this is like an artsy type of movie. I I can't read that deep in the movies. Um, so it just it, yeah, it wasn't for me. I just don't even think it was as deep as it wanted to be. I don't think it conveyed its messages. And some people are really good at picking up at like small cues and moments. You gotta be a little more overt than this for me to pick up anything. Yeah, I, I try and pick up stuff, but and some people are definitely better than it. I'm better at it than me. At the middle of the movie, I looked at you and I was like, "What are you getting from this?" Because I'm not picking up anything. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Like, and I kind of told you, um, I'm, "I'm not picking up a ton either." <laughs> it's all going over my head. Yeah, I. Despite being here on time, we're at a uh, 36. That's not. That's, that's not mind. terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't have a lot else to say about it. I think this is going to be a little shorter one, guys. So if you like the shorter ones and you want us to hurry it up, by all means, tell us. But if you enjoy the longer ones, we're sorry. We're going to try and future-proof this a little bit and not have maybe movies that we could have this little to say about. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't know if we're going to have a ton to talk about with Blade Trinity either. I don't think it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, so you're getting two shorter ones this week. Let us know how you feel about that. Um, we'll definitely try and maybe stagger a longer movie with is a Blade Trinity was even what's an hour forty five hour fifty almost. I think we have to stagger like a hit. Yeah, like movie like one of these upgrade fucking rules. So we'll have things to talk about with that, and then who knows? Maybe New Mutants will surprise us. I kind of think it's going to be trash, but it's new. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I like. I definitely want to enjoy. It. It's gonna yeah. be the first new movie. I'm not expecting anything. I don't know anything. I'm going in totally blind. Like I try to now. And I saw. So I'm just gonna be along for the ride. I saw one trailer like two years ago when it first was supposed to come out, and then I just keep seeing that it gets delayed, and I kind of forgot what it's about. Other than it's like, oh, it's kind of horror-ish. They're a bunch of teenagers, and they're like mutants. Where if you haven't read the comic book, you're not going to know them. So that's what I know about it. Um, so hopefully it's cool. But uh, are you ready to score this bad boy? Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm curious your score. I want you to go first. I'll go first. I'm Blake Trinity. Ah, I feel bad for this, but I'm giving. A 3-7 was not my thing. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to give this also a 6. Okay. I like. I th feel like it did too many things that I like and respect and care about as a, as a person that likes films uh, well. But um, all story and value of that part goes away. So, like, you nailed all the technical stuff. That's a 6. And then I didn't care about, like, any of your yeah. ideas or yeah. thoughts. I mean, that's a D. It's like, you passed, but um, try try harder next time. <laughs> uh, and again, like, there are things I like to pass. So that's, I, I feel fine locking that in. That only, <clears throat> the 9.8, so that average is out to, like, a 4.9. That's what we get. We gave it almost a 5, basically. I, almost a 5. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think that's a fair enough 
middle ground of how yeah. we both viewed it. Yeah. Um, and I think you were fair about it. You weren't me raking Event Horizon over the fucking coals with Andy. <laughs> so, I get it, you know, like, like yeah. it's just not me. That's fair. No, I, I got Event Horizon, and I just had a lot of bad things to say about it. Same with Black Snake Moan. Maybe I should rewatch Event Horizon. I've been fair, I feel like, to most... Most of the films I don't like, um, even if I vehemently hate them, I say some nice things. Actually, I, don't, I do not say a lot nice about Black Snake Moon. See, that's the thing. I don't think I've ever watched a movie and been like, I hate that movie. You know what's funny? Those are some of the more recent examples. Batman vs. Superman, I did not like. I was getting... I watch it again. I was getting more and more mad, but also because I wanted it to be good, so there was expectations there. That's what I'm telling you. Watch it again. It's not as bad. I'd probably still hate it and give it a really low score, but I just—I probably wouldn't be mad. I, probably, I guarantee you, your thoughts of it will raise. Even if it's by point two. Yeah, they will raise. I—I I don't know. The <laughs> expectations. I'm not gonna like. Does play a part in how we all yeah. view films. We were both kind of psyched for this film, so that probably. Yeah, that probably ruined it a little more. Yeah, like we both thought, oh, this might be kind of interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be a little funny. Yeah, I, know, I thought there would horror. be way more for Yeah, but... I really like the color, but like the blue and red was so cool. I wanted to see what's like on the other side of that portal. What portal? Well, like, it seemed like they were seeing oh, something, you from, know what I mean? Like, from, like, what was... From the light. Yeah, what you're seeing, yeah. you know, as if like you're... When they're looking at us. Whatever kind of premonition you're getting, yeah. you're going to like die. I'm good. I think I'm good on that premonition. That's some uh, Bird Box shit. Oh, God. I never watched Bird Box. It it's literally that. So the monster is the is uh, what they look at. And so, like, as soon as they look, they go, oh, and then they go kill themselves. It's Lame. literally Bird Box. Lame. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like I wouldn't like Bird Box. This movie, I'm telling you, it's the same. Like Probably way more well done, though. And also, isn't Bird Box, like, two hours long? I don't know if it's two hours long. Oh, uh, yeah. Bird Box was not that great. So we locked those in. We're going to be watching, uh, like you said, New Mutants and Upgrade. Stay tuned for that next week, next Wednesday, next Saturday. It's coming up Saturday. You'll be able to watch or listen to the episode of Blade Trinity. That ex Yeah, it's it's not good, actually. But the, hopefully our episode is fun. We hope you enjoyed it, guys. Sorry it's a little shorter. Um, but if you enjoyed it, if there's nothing to be sorry about, by all means, let us know. Romeo, where would they be able to let us know at? At AZ. Movie club at gmail.com. That is correct. What do we have social media where they'd be able to yes. let us know there? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to movie club. Yep. Yeah, you can just search <laughs> all of those. Yeah. Uh, sorry, if anybody's like Romeo sounds woefully unprepared, it's because every time I do this, I just surprise yeah. him. With it. <laughs> I, I just want to see if he's better at thinking about his feet now. That's all. Yeah, so you guys can reach us out, of course, to that. Uh, if you didn't come through clear, azmovieclub at gmail.com is our email. And just search us, AZ Movie Club. We do have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm hopefully working my project this week is I want to try and get all of our stuff on YouTube. So if you prefer to listen that way, hopefully that's there soon. Also, I don't think I mentioned enough. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher, um, and Google Podcasts as well. If there's any kind of weird service, because those are the main ones, but if there's anything that you think people would enjoy or like more, let us know. Or if you prefer using, but you're going to the website instead, by all means, let us know. Uh, real quick before we do leave you guys, um, I just want to say I am good at this. I've never seen Bird Box. It's two hours and four minutes. <laughs> With that being said, uh, like I said, guys, or he, you said mask, mask up, but uh, yes, wear a mask, please. Stay safe. Don't go to regular movie theaters. Go to a drive-in if you can. Um, otherwise, I promise New Mutants isn't that good. I don't know if 10 it'll be that good. 
I've seen that. I'm really excited for his debut, though. Who? Uh, Washington. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he was in uh, Black Klansman. Did not see that. That is super good. You should watch that. I'll check it out. All right, but that's going to be all for me to get, for me tonight, guys. Uh, have a day. Have a great day, <laughs> night, week, whatever. Bye, guys.